This is the Ignition Show, an after-show edition. Hello, everyone. Welcome to or welcome back to the podcast. I'm Chris Jansen, host of the Ignition Show, and today is what we call our after-show. It's a special episode where we look back at the most recent interview and pull it apart to see how the ideas have impacted us. Us, by the way, refers to my wife and business partner, Sarah, and I. We're learning too, and not only have we created this podcast to help provoke, inspire, and fuel your greatness, but we're on our own journey. We want to learn and grow as individuals and as a couple, and heck, we're human too. We have days and moments when we're crushing it, and plenty of moments when we're not. So the After Show episodes are here to help you, help you to deepen the learning, speed the implementation of the great ideas, and accelerate the route to your greatest aspirations and an extraordinary life. We're excited to be on this journey with you side by side, moving forward with the entire Ignition Show community. We'd love to hear what stood out for you in this episode. So please go to our Facebook group, that's The Ignition Show on Facebook, and join if you haven't yet. And let us know what you heard from this episode that really impacted you. All right, it's time to ignite the spark within you. Let's get to the episode. So I was really looking forward to this conversation with Lori. I love the work that she's done and had a chance to preview some of her podcasts. And I think it's just a fascinating topic that most of what we think makes us happy isn't what makes us happy. That was the most surprising thing for me too. And we listened to two episodes together in the car. I loved it. I'm looking forward to listening to her podcast more. Yeah. Yeah. And it, I guess one of the things that made, really stood out for me in the whole conversation, I guess maybe the, one of the first points she was making was that we don't think objectively, we think relatively. Mm. That we're always, uh, you know, it's, how, it's our perception. And I think, you know, her example of students pushing for high grades, and at the end of the day, that's not going to make them happy. Yeah. The bronze lining, as she calls it. I yeah, love that. Yeah, which is great, which is yeah. great. Um, I'm curious if, if listening to that, is there anything that's going on for you right now, or let's say this year, that you were doing or are doing because you you think, quote unquote, you think it's going to make you happy and it made you question whether it is? Hmm. Okay, well, we've mentioned on this podcast a number of times, we have an infant in our lives. So I can't say that there's a lot right now that I'm doing consciously or proactively. A lot of my life is reactive right now. But it did make me think of... Um, when I left corporate and there were a lot of things that made me so much happier after leaving corporate life. And a big part of that was not comparing myself to the person in the next cubicle. Mm. Um, oftentimes I was trying to achieve the next promotion or, um, or the next big role or something that I thought was going to make me happy. And in hindsight, a lot of that was just pressure trying to keep up with the next person over or thinking I should be on this type of track or getting the next promotion in this amount of time. So a lot of that comparison-itis really went away after I left corporate. Now there were some things, actually there was one thing I really did miss from my corporate life and that was the water cooler effect of right. being feeling connected even if it was loosely or informally to a lot of people. Yeah. So I think my happiness was kind of balanced. I, w I was much more happy in some ways after becoming an entrepreneur. And there were some things I really missed that I had to consciously um, nurture. And that that was a big part of that was connection. Mm. Well, what, it, uh, what it made me think of was probably just over the last handful of months where I've been pouring a lot of hours into work and, and the business 
in serving clients and creating products and launching this podcast. And in the pursuit of getting all that done, have sacrificed or more accurately have chosen not to engage in some other things like my regular running and getting out there and enjoying the summer. Like self-care. Like self-care. And I wouldn't say that I, uh, you know, a lot of that was conscious, but it wasn't to say that, oh, if I get all this business stuff done, I'm going to be happy. Often out of sense of responsibility and duty. But there's what really one of the points that really struck me with, that Laurie said was, it's um, it's often when you focus on well-being, you get your results faster. And what she, you know, she, the words she spewed out, spewed out were, you know, people who have good well-being or who are happy, engage in those things, are more creative, more productive, and and happier. Hmm. And I see that in some of the work, a lot of the work that I do as well is that we have to find the right balance, which doesn't mean 50-50. But we have to find the right ratio of time spent on pursuing success, achievement, impact, whatever it may be, and taking the foot off the gas to recharge our batteries or to reconnect into other things to give us so many things. And the, the benefits of creativity and, re- and focus and you know, staying connected to what really, really matters, it happens almost immediately. And so that was a good reminder to me that as I've been saying to you, I need to get out and while the weather's still good here, uh, I need to get out and get back to my running. And it does feel at times feel like a time sacrifice, but this reminded me that I know it would actually pay off in so many ways. Well, and her comment about it's less about the goal and more about the journey. How often this summer or even in the past six months have we had to stop ourselves and be like, okay, we actually like this. Why does it feel like a grind? Or, you know, mm. we have to remind ourselves why we're doing this. Yes. It, and it's not, it's not out of duty necessarily, as you mentioned it, but it's, it's because we actually like it. And yes. sometimes with the, with the hustle and grind, we forget that we actually like this stuff. Or we're supposed to like it. Or we're supposed to like it. And that goes right back to our point about, it's all about, we don't think objectively, we think relatively. Yeah. And she said it's all about framing and, and perception. And it's like like I shared in the episode about us going back to our 10-year-old car. Like it's I can't all believe relative. you mentioned that in the episode. <laughs> uh, it, it's all relative. So you're right. As you're doing this and for any listeners out there who are grinding it in some way, you, gotta, you owe it to yourself and those around you to say, Am I, I, I'm choosing to do this, so how can I choose to be happy in the process of right. doing this? It reminds me of Gary Vee, um, and he's, his goal is, it, well, his whole thing is it's all about the, the journey and, and the process. And his whole goal is to own the Jets, but he's like, whether I end up owning the Jets or not, he's like, technically I could afford to own them right now, but that's not the point. The point mm-hmm. is, I love what I'm doing, I love the journey. Yeah. And I... Well, it's interesting that it's backed up by science because that's how I feel. Like when I love the journey, um, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't really matter what what the end result is. You you end up getting there anyway. Yeah, the, and then the our capacity to manage our own perception perception of things is so critical. And you know, she talked about we were talking about students and wanting to achieve and achieve and achieve. And if they don't, like, ultimately, if you, if you really look at it psychologically, psychologists would say that the greatest fear we have is that we won't be loved. Mm. And if I don't achieve this thing, I won't be loved. If I don't get the good grades, my parents won't accept me or whatever it may be, right? And uh, it's just so important to get clear on why you're really doing it. 
So think back. And, and not, you, sorry, not, sorry, not only not only clear, but stay connected to why you're doing it. Right. So you don't get lost in the weeds too much. So think back to your high school days, your university days. Did you feel the stress that a lot of students feel now? No. In fact, I was, I was telling you, uh, yeah, I was telling you just the other day that I can think back to when I was in high school and and having a conscious, aware, you know, self awareness conversation with myself, kind of evaluating everything that's going on in my life, like school, sports, relationship, friendship, family, whatever, and consciously thinking. I have no stress. Yeah, I never consciously thought that in high school, that I have no stress. But I really liked school. And I did well in school. And But I do think back to the best year I had in school was when I was um, playing basketball, playing baseball. Like I was on competitive sports. I was partying on weekends. I was working part-time at the coffee shop, you know, doing 16-hour shifts or 16 hours a weekend at the coffee shop. Like my life was busy. And it was when I was partying the most in school and I got the best grades that year mm. because it was all stuff I loved. Yeah. And I felt no stress. It was just stuff I would just show up because I loved it. And um, yeah, I just, I can't imagine being a high school student now with social media and um, the comparisonitis or, or the the stress or expectations to get into the right school and yes. and with social media seeing that others are getting into the right school but I'm not I think my high school years and university years would be a much different experience now than they were 20 years sure, ago sure sure because you're not only comparing yourself to the the locker next door next to you or yeah. the cubicle next to you you're comparing yourself to Kim Kardashian and Khloe Kardashian right completely Whereas, it's not just my parents expectations it's you know, everyone else's parents' expectations. Yeah. And what, uh, the, one of the, the phrases that Lori used that I actually think is brilliant is, you know, asking the question, who do we compare ourselves against? And she called, reference, she called it dumb references hmm. versus intentional references. So it's a dumb reference of scanning your Facebook wall or Instagram wall and looking at all these people on their amazing South Pacific holiday. And you're now depressed about this amazing holiday you just had in, you know, somewhere in, in, in your local country. Well, not to mention, when do you look at Facebook and Instagram? I look at it when I'm bored or, you know, not doing much. And that's when I see everyone doing amazing things, even it's, if it's the only time of year that they post. They post one thing and it's their one amazing trip. And I look at it when I'm feeling kind of crappy about my life and, and seeing this. So it's, as they say, it's it's looking at, everyone's on stage mm -hmm. you know their their show their you know front of whatever the, it is their highlight reel their highlight reel thank you their highlight reel when i'm having the worst the no, worst day of the, the week scenes footage. behind thank you <laughs> that's exactly yeah. it i can't think of that that reference now but yeah we screw ourselves up by by comparing our behind the scenes footage to everyone else's highlight reel completely and when i'm living my best life i have no time for facebook or instagram yeah and that's when I couldn't care less about what other what other people are doing, because I'm focused on what makes me happy. So, what if you could make one change now, given everything that's real right now, that would or would or could make you really five ten percent happier, if that's the right way to measure it? But it's just a, it's a thought thought experiment. What might you change or modify or put more emphasis in, or 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 eliminate? I suppose. You know what? Listening to this episode. 
and listening to Lori's podcast in general. There are so many things that I need to change about my life right now. But it does make me think, and, and I was telling you this right before we started recording, the best week I ever had in university was the week that the Hurricane Juan came through the East Coast. And I was in university at in Halifax um, at the time. And the city shut down for an entire week, if not longer. There was no electricity, no phone service, like nothing nothing was going for a full week so courses were were suspended and we just hung out on porches and we drank beer because it was going bad you know like or you know we had to we actually put it in snow banks because the, there were no fridges so we would stick beer in the snow banks to keep it cold makes sense but we just hung out on porches and connected with people and that was the best week of my entire four years of university mm. and i forgot that until listening to your interview with Lori just now so what would I do right now to make myself 10% happier? It would be to connect more with people mm. is to not necessarily do less, but make more specific time to simply connect and not worry about the doing mm. and just connect with people and be present with people. Um, that would be one thing. And the other thing is, is a reminder just to love the journey whatever's going on, just love the journey. And it reminds me of a year ago when we renovated our house and I was the general contractor of that renovation and I loved it. Like hearing about Michelle Kwan and how it's not about being on the podium, it was about the daily grind. I loved the daily grind of that renovation project. And I know you hated it. So it was funny at the, you know, we were 80% done the renovation and I discovered that you were not enjoying the process, which was a big shock to me because I was so in flow and loving the process of, on my own terms. I need to find more things where I just love the process. And I have, there are things in my life right now that I could double down on just out of pure, pure loving the journey. Yeah. So I think those are the two things that came out for me is just to, put time aside to simply connect and not worry about everything else going on on in my life and just connect with people and love the journey. And I think of, so our neighbors are these two 70 year old, uh, it's 70 year old Greek couple who have lived in the same house for 50 years and they still li live a very European life where mm -hmm. he goes to the coffee shop to connect with his you know, eight Greek buddies every morning at eight o'clock and she does laundry and she she's yelling over across the street to her neighbor who's also Greek and they speak Greek to each other. And every once in a while I go over with our little three month old, you know, when I have nothing going on and you're working, I'll go over and just sit on their porch and connect with her. Aphrodite is her name. And she has nothing but time to spend with us. There's right. nothing to do except hang out even though I've completely dropped in with no no announcement I've just like walked into their backyard with our with our infant son and she's like sit sit I'll bring food and those are sometimes the best parts of my day well, is when I'm just connecting with nothing else to do but connect with our 70 year old neighbor well if it's uh, if it's any reinforcement or motivation to keep doing that when you do that it makes me happy Oh, that's nice. I, I like seeing you just spontaneously go over and chat to the neighbors and it brings them joy. I see a smile on your face and 
Uh, so I keep doing that. Thank you. Which also makes me think of what Lori said. It's it's not just about taking care of ourselves, but it's it's connecting with others, but also doing things for others that brings us happiness. And I feel like us going over to the neighbors and bringing joy to them, yeah, it brings joy to me. Well, and I, I build on what Lori said, and I made a, made a list of the things that she kind of just, I'm sure there might be more, but she kind of listed off as, is things that really make us happy. Um, is things like social connection, of mindfulness, of sleep and, and exercise, etc. I'd probably go to the other ones, it was where I would go if I was going to change something. It'd be more on the exercise for sure. Um, and we should have mindfulness, it's not, for me it's, it's less about just kind of you know, sitting down and doing mindfulness practice, but it's being more mindful of how I'm structuring my days and setting my days. And I think, you know, we've talked a lot about how I start my day really makes a big difference for me. And I think given that we've got a young, young son and I'm up late at night, usually or very early in the morning doing a feeding, I think I need to re, no, I, I don't think I need to. I want to kind of re-engineer how I approach my work days and we've talked about this, like maybe it's let, it's not the traditional, I want to be start working by nine, but maybe it's 10 or 10.30. Right. So I can get in an hour, hour and a half of exercise and planning my day and just doing some thinking time. Because that's one thing that I'm not getting enough of is lately has been thinking time. There's been a lot of doing. It's been good doing, but I need to rebalance that. Yeah. So, okay, that's something you want to do as a result of this this interview and, and this reminder. Is there anything that this made you think you want to stop doing in your life? The thing that comes to my mind is, again, something we've talked about, I said this week was, because we're on the road this week, uh, is I want to make sure that when I'm working, I'm fully working. Yeah. And when I'm not, I'm fully not working. Yeah. So for me, that would mean disconnecting like not taking my phone out like if I'm going out for a walk or to the grocery store or whatever it might be is not taking my so I can't check in with anything and for me that, that follows a line with the the mindfulness part of just allowing, giving myself thinking time and you know doing some work in our yard it's just like I like doing that it's a because it's I like it and it feels different than sitting at the computer yeah and so what I what would I eliminate um Probably time tethered to technology in doing whatever that means. Yeah. Yard work, fitness, whatever. I have to dust off my old iPod. Old, <laughs> old iPod. All it is is an iPod. There's no phone. There's no nothing. There's no social media apps no on it. No social media apps. No bad Google Maps or anything. That's good. That's really good. I love, like I said before, I love this interview. Um, I would love to keep listening to her podcast because I there's just so many good tips and tricks and it's it's really well done. So if you haven't checked out her podcast, no. I would I would really recommend it. Keep listening to ours, of course, but um, <laughs> no, hers is hers is really well done. Yeah, I think it all. I'm going to make it one of my my regular podcasts to listen to. Well, that'd be good because I think that will keep both of us aligned to what makes us happy as a conscious conversation for the the life that we're creating and the business that we're creating and then the impact that we're creating as well. I love it. So there you have it, our after show edition, following the interview with Laurie Santos on Truth, Lies, and the Pursuit of Happiness. As always, if you like what you hear, subscribe, rate the show, or leave a review in iTunes. It helps others find us and helps us get better. 
We actually read every single review and comment that comes through iTunes, Facebook, and our website, and respond to as many people as we can. We especially love hearing your real live voice, and you can leave comments and questions for us to include in future episodes as an audio message by going to theignitionshow.com connect. That's theignitionshow.com connect. We'd really love to build a community around you and your questions. And lastly, remember, whatever you dream of, whatever you hope for, and secretly wish you had, you're closer than you think you are, you're meant to have it, and you absolutely deserve it. Until next time, I'm Chris Jansen. And I'm Sarah Jansen. And this is The Ignition Show.